Hi there, and thank you for tuning in to the following message provided by Renewed Church. We pray that this message will be a blessing and encouragement for you. For more information about our church, please visit www.renew.miami. Love it. What a way to start, right? Praise God for that. Thank you, worship team. Amazing. Well, you guys ready to hear a word? Not my words, God's word. Let me, um, let me pray with you this morning. Heavenly Father, we just thank you. What a, a way to start, God, to worship you this morning. God, I, I just thank you again for all that you've uh, done for us. Thank you for that gift of salvation, God, that you um, gave to us 2,000 years ago. God, I, I pray this morning, God, that we would just pay attention to what you have to say this morning. L- life is so distracting. There are many things that are going on in this world, God, in our minds. We're just thinking, you know, so many things, God. We're thinking of meetings we have to do Monday. We're thinking about Christmas gifts, God. We're thinking about making sure that we get it right in our life. And it can distract us, God, from listening to you, from hearing you, from spending time with you. So, Father God, I, I pray this morning that, that we would just give you this, this 30 to 40 minutes to listen to what you have to say to me, to us, the people. Prepare our hearts to receive this morning. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen and amen. All right. So a couple of weeks ago, we um, celebrated Thanksgiving, right? And we had our friends over. We had our family over. And we had turkey, right? Anybody had turkey? Stuffing, arroz, frijoles, right? Uh, Man, all these good protein stuff for our bodies, right? And I, on a side note, um, I was reading WebMD. Is that, yeah, I was reading that because that's what I do, right? And I found out that turkey was good for you, right? It's a good source of protein. Uh, it was good for your, um, not only for, for your, your entire body, I didn't know it was good for your skin. I didn't know it was good for your blood. Right? So it had a, a lot of good things, a lot of good beneficial for your bodies, right? But I, I, I noticed one side effect, though, which is weird, right? Why did I get it, Lord, you know? And I, I, I don't know, I just felt this bloatiness on my waistline. Can you, can you see that? I don't know, I still have it, so I don't know why. But, I don't know, but that's one side effect that I've noticed about turkey. So, next year, I'm not eating turkey. I'm having chicken. So, all right. Some of you are got it. Some of you are half asleep. But, praying for you, for you guys. So, in a couple of weeks, we're going to... Se- well, in a couple of weeks, right? Yeah, man, like two, three weeks. We're celebrating Christmas. You guys excited? 
Are you online? If you're watching online, are you guys excited about Christmas? Make sure you post it. Uh, but yeah, you know, I'm getting excited, man. I'm seeing, um, you know, I'm seeing, I'm seeing people wear red, the color red, the ugly sweaters, the socks. Um, I'm seeing women painting their nails red. Um, if you drive around the community, you're seeing these big tents. You're seeing filled up with Christmas trees. Everybody got your Christmas trees, by the way? Yeah, awesome. We did too. Some of you didn't get it before they're gone because it's going. It's going quick. And, and so, you know, we're busy, right? We're, we're busy. We're getting ready for the, for the big day. And so we're decorating our Christmas trees. We're buying our Christmas trees. Uh, we're putting on Christmas lights. Some are preparing for um, Christmas programs at this church, every new church. Others are, are having, you know, are going to have Christmas parties at their jobs. You know, some of us are going to prepare for Noche Buena, you know, buying La Piena, you know, Lechon, the rice. And, you know, who's bringing Lo Domino, right? We're, we're, we're rushing to buy all these gifts for Tio, for Tia, you know, and Lelo, Lela, and all of our loved ones, right? Making sure we don't forget anybody, right? Especially, don't forget me, right? And it's a busy time of year, and it's an overwhelming pressure to get everything done. You see, anticipating Christmas is exciting, but so, but, but so, for so many of us, it's stressful. We worry because expectations, right, that we put on ourselves can rob us of the peace and joy of the real reason of the season. Amen? And we live our daily lives the same way. We're busy with the kids. We're busy with church. You know, we're, we're busy serving. There are just so many things going on in our lives. You know, our spouse. Make sure you don't forget about your spouse. Right? Sorry, but I I lost my track. Sorry about that. So, so we're so busy in life that many of us, we, we live with depression, right? Anxiety, we worry, and it can be a Joe Buster, if I'm being honest with you. And this season is more about preparing ourselves for the arrival of Jesus Christ. We need to read more, right? And this season, we need to pray more. We need to fast more. Preparing our hearts spiritually for the arrival of our King Jesus. Amen? Amen. Listen, I get it. Life is not easy. But with Jesus on our side, it's so much better. Amen? Amen. You know, He provides us with His peace and the ability to face anything that comes our way. Amen? Isn't that good news? So we celebrate Christmas because, as the angel said, the birth of Jesus Christ is the good news. The good news is meant to be celebrated. The angels told the the news that Jesus' birth would cause great joy and be for all people. 
the joyful celebration is for all of us, man. It's not just for me, you know, it's not for Sandy, it's for the entire world. Amen? Amen. So as we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, remember, it's a season to be thankful, joyful, blessed, because Jesus came and died for us to forgive our sins and to reconcile and restore us to a relationship with God. Amen? And so this morning, I want to talk to you about what does it take, right, to have that peace and joy, not just in this season, but in our personal lives. So if you have your Bibles with you, or if not, if you have your your app on your phone, uh, go ahead and go to Romans chapter 5, verses 1 through 6. If not, it'll be on that screen. So let's read, let's read God's word. And it says, Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God, our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also glory in our suffering because we know that suffering produces perseverance character and hope and hope does not put us to shame because god love has been poured into our hearts through the holy spirit who has been given to us you see at the right time when we were still powerless christ died for the ungodly so let me um, break down the verses for you. So what does Paul say when he talks about justified through faith? Let me kind of break this down. And it was difficult for me to break it down because it's such a uh, churchy word, if I, if I can say that. So l- let me kind of break it down. I'm going to do my best, okay? So what is justification? Okay, so imagine... That you're in a courtroom and there was God. He's dressed as a judge. Assume the prosecution lawyer has presented the truth about you that, hey, you're a sinner, right? The judge has seen all the videos of all the bad things that you've done, <laughs> right? And all the thoughts in your mind, he knows all about that. And it's embarrassing, right? Because we're going to feel ashamed, we're going to feel guilty that all these secrets are being exposed about us. But guess what? In the end, the judge makes the final judgment and he says, you're free. What? You get excited, right? You're like, oh, we're thankful I was jumping up the house. Thank you. Why? Like, why are you set free, right? You see, someone had to pay for those things that you've done wrong. And so Jesus died to pay for their sins and was raised to life. Here's the thing which guarantees our justification before God. So here's, here's uh, Romans chapter 4, verse 24. It says, He was delivered over to death for our sins and was raised to life for our justification. 
So what Paul was trying to say is that justification through faith in Jesus Christ takes away the guilt and makes a way for peace with God. And we're no longer enemies. We are friends with God. Amen? And He no longer holds those sins against us anymore because of what Jesus did on Calvary. Amen? So now, we've made peace with God, right? He's my friend. And here's what Paul is trying to say. He says, now that you're friends with God, there are benefits. How many of you like benefits? Come on, right? We love benefits, right? I do. I love benefits. So this is what he says. He says, I give you access into the wonderful grace of God. Okay? So through Jesus Christ, along the believers come into fullness of joy. Like we're being saved from the wrath, comfort in His love. Not only are we going to heaven, right? But being victorious in this life, we can now come to Him and say, God, I need your help. We don't have to do life alone. So when you're not feeling at peace in your heart, now we have access to His glory, right? We can pray to God so, if, if, so He can provide that joy that you need in your life. That is the God that we serve. We have full access to Him. Amen? So faith in Jesus Christ is how we're restored into the place of righteousness and glory with God. Faith is described as a complete trust and confident, right? In someone or something. So the faith of the Christians grants you access to the unlimited power of Jesus Christ. So what faith does, it becomes a password to grace. So Paul is saying that now you can come into the presence of the King. Now you have access to the Holy One. We have access to Jesus Christ. Amen? Paul says that we stand in His grace. That through, through um, Jesus we're up, all up in the middle of grace, right? We're not just stand, putting one foot down. No, we are standing in both feet. Woo, come on. Isn't that good? So God's grace is beautiful blessing, right? Presented to the believers in that He can provide peace. So that when an enemy attacks us, right? And, um, and we can call on Jesus for help, right? When we're feeling weak in our circumstances... We can ask God for strength. And when we feel hopeless, and when we feel like, man, life is just a heavy, heavy burden, we can pray, and our God will make a way. Because God loves you. Amen? Amen? Amen. So God shows His love for us. And that while we were still sinners... Christ died for us. And regardless of the situation, man, we're currently in, and our hearts can be affected by these world problems, we must guard ourselves with the armor of the Lord and stand in the grace that He has provided for us for protection. Amen? So, the first benefit, right, of declared righteous by faith is that we have peace through Jesus. The second half is we have hope through affliction. 
So, so Paul's not done yet, right? Paul is saying, like, wait a minute. I got more for you, right? Like, okay, Paul, show me. So let's look at, um, I'm going to read it again, Romans 5, verses 3 and 5. It says, not only so, but we also glory in our suffering because we know that suffering produces perseverance, character, hope, and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Okay, time out, right? Like, what are you talking about, Paul? So you're saying that when I go through hard times, if I go through a hard time, right, that I can rejoice in that? Does that make sense? Um, I have a problem with that, Paul. But guess what? So let's talk about that, right? So let's be sure we know what suffering is, right? Suffering is hard. We know that, right? Anybody gone through suffering? Yeah, right? Super hard. It's painful. Suffering are when things go wrong. But Paul still says to rejoice in them. Because these troubles will one day help us become patient and strong. And when we remain strong, it shows that we trust God, right? So a couple of weeks ago, um, you know, our family went through some hard times. You know, we lost our, my wife's um, grandmother, and not only did we lose my wife's grandmother that I've known since I was 17 years old, and she's known it her, her, her entire life. Like, literally, she lived, we lived with her, she lived with us her entire life. But my wife was dealing with migraines, like, for, I don't know, three or four weeks. And we didn't know why. She went to the hospital, she went to the doctors, and they couldn't figure out what was going on. And so it just made things worse, right? All these weeks, trying to figure out what was going on. It was tough, right? Because you're not sure uh, what's going to happen. Is she bad? Is really? Is it? We don't know, right? Like, what can happen? What moving forward in life? What's going to happen? And you know, we walk by her, her room, and it, it's it's empty, and she's not there no longer. It's difficult, right? It, it's painful. We're still grieving her loss, and and it's okay, right? It, it's fine to grieve. But I think, and kind of writing the sermon, I, I'm, I'm thinking that even in the midst of our suffering, we can still trust God, right? And that, and that He's working it out for, for our good, right? And that we know that He has a plan for us, and that we cannot give hope on Him. And we got to continue moving forward in our lives, even though it hurts us, even though that there are times... We will remember those good times that we had with her, but we got to trust God in our situations because He loves us dearly, right? That He doesn't want bad for us. He wants good for us. That is the God that I serve. That is the God that you serve as well. The God that will take care of us. Amen? 
And so Paul, what Paul is saying is that God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit which has been given to us. What he means is that, that the Holy Spirit can endure any trials or tribulations that we go through so that we can rejoice in our sufferings. This, again, this doesn't mean that, you know, um, that suffering will make us happy. It doesn't mean that we can't grieve. No. Take your time, right? Grieve as much as you can. Because God has a plan for us. So for Christians, suffering produces endurance, the ability for us to trust God more and longer. Endurance produces character, the greater tendency to do the right thing, the thing that honors God. You see, when you experience difficulties, put your faith in Jesus, who can provide that peace and joy in our lives, no matter the circumstances. Amen? It's one thing that um, in my past, when I went through a hard time, I would, I would search the world, right? It's easy to find things to, to put your at peace in the world that we live in. But I'm talking about this peace that, that only Jesus can provide for us. Not the peace that the world provides, but it's Jesus that gives us that peace in our lives. Amen? And it's victoriously. So in verse 6, I'm going to read it again. It says, You see that at the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Some of us are going through times of difficulties right now. Right? And we're praying and we're waiting on the Lord. Some of us are to help us. But I want to take a little side note right now. You see, when I was, uh, when I was a child, I remember um, Christmas. That it just took a long time to arrive. And I, I just couldn't wait. I'm sorry. I, I was a kid and we didn't have a lot of money, but for some reason, the year before, we had a lot of presents. And so next year came, and we're like, I know Santa's going to provide, right? This year, we're going to get Christmas gifts, right? And so I was excited. And so I remember um, there were moments that it crossed my mind to forward the, the clock on Christmas Eve. To my parents' clock. And so she had these, um, it, it was a, a big clock and had uh, these reed dials plate. And on top it had these two big bells. And it was so loud, it, it was like a fire alarm, right? <laughs> you figure if you put it outside, it would have probably woken up the whole neighborhood, right? Anybody remember those clocks? I think they still sell them, right? They still sell them. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't do it because I was afraid that if my mom would find out, she would pull out La Chancleta. 
You know that chancleta, right? The one you have on the, on the side of the couch. Anything happens, your kids grab that chancleta or the belt. You know, I w- the, the anticipation of Christmas kept me up most of the night on Christmas Eve. Why am I sharing this story with you? You see, as adults, we pray and we wait on the Lord. But we forget about this important word, right? This three-letter word, word that's called yet. You see, you're waiting on God to move on some, someone's life who is struggling with addictions, issues, or, 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 or drug issues, but you don't have the answer yet. Maybe you're praying for something, right? That you don't have the answer to that yet. And it's hard to wait on something, right? That you're expecting God or answer that you don't have yet. But I promise you something that when the right time comes, He will answer. You see, Christmas came at the right time. And the gospel was shared throughout the world. And I promise you something else. That Jesus one day will come at the right time. Amen? Yes. So, like, I have here, like, so what, right? What, what do you mean, like, Ricardo? <laughs> I don't know what I mean there. But here's a question, right, to you. And I'm going to have, I think, Stephanie, I think this is your cue, uh, do you love God? It's one of my questions to you. Do you trust God in your circumstances? Here's what the Bible says, Romans chapter 8, verse 28. It says, And we know that all things work for the good of those who love Him, who have been called to according to His purpose. The verse says, To those who love God. Right? Who are trying. You're doing your best to live life. Life is hard. Right? There's going to be moments that it's not going to be easy. It's going to be hard. Wicked things are going to happen. Things, unexpected things will touch your lives. But God will use them ultimately to bring out the good. Both in your life and in this world. Amen? Joni Erickson Tata, a motivational speaker, said this. When people ask her why God allows suffering, she often says, God allows what He hates to accomplish what He loves. And what does God love? It's for people to enter into a relationship with himself and become more like him. This verse assures us that no suffering is wasted and God is always at work for our good and his glory. When we not, sometimes we can comprehend, right? Why do things happen? Why am I suffering, God? Why is this continuing to suffering? We don't know, right? But we can only imagine that something's good going to come out of it. Because 
our security rests on Jesus, that he is in control. Amen? I want to read the Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, be thank, thanksgiving. Present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Jesus, in Christ Jesus. What the verse means is that no matter our circumstances, whether we're facing health issues, loss, loss of a job, a lot of all these things happen with us, right? That we will be able to handle it. You know, petition means that to go to God with our request, worries and cares and our concerns. Here's the thing that not only does God hear us, but he gives us that peace that we need in our lives. It's a feeling, it's, it's kind of like saying, man, I'm going to pray to you, God, and, and, and I want something in return, right? Like, we've dealt with the problem, right? We, we're giving it to Him, right? Correctly. And we're going to receive that back. Amen? In 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7 says, Cast all your anxiety on Him, because He cares for you. See, God desires a relationship with you. He cares deeply for what you're going through he understands the pressure that you're going through the burdens of this life he was here in person so he gets it right he understands what you're going through and i think a lot of times we we try to carry that on our own right instead of giving it to him we try to carry it on our own but jesus is saying no you don't have to do it on your own. I am here. Let me have those burdens. Let me have those worries. And let me take care of that for you. Amen? That is the God that we serve. Amen? We can have peace in this world. We can. We just got to trust Him. So if you want peace, man, throw all your troubles to Him. Because He cares. He loves you. He sent Jesus. And He proved it. Because He died on the cross for us. For our sins. Amen? And I'm closing. I'm done. We're already negative two. So is your heart filled with hope and peace? Jesus is a sort of joy. Would you, would you let Jesus... Remove any doubt, any despairs, any worries that are trying to rob the joy out of your salvation. God will take care of anything that you're dealing with. Whatever it is, man, trust God. Put it at the foot of the cross. That is the God that we serve. Amen? Amen. So today... It is the first week of the month, and we honor God, and we remember what He did on the cross 2,000 years ago. He died on the cross for our sins, and later, He was born to life. So today, we receive communion together as the body of Christ. But before we do that, can I take a moment and... Uh,
maybe have uh, a response to the, to the message this morning. I, I don't know what you're going through today. I don't know if you have peace with God. Maybe there, there's some things going on. Maybe you've never received Jesus as your personal Savior. But I want to give you that opportunity this morning. I want to, I want to give you that opportunity that, so that you can make it right with God. It, it's not a relationship between you and me. It's not a relationship between you and the pastor, Trevor. No, it's a relationship with the Almighty, with our God, you know, with our Savior. The Bible says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and that you believe that God raised him from the dead, that you will be saved. So if you would bow your heads for a moment. So I want to extend this opportunity to, to those to receive his free gift of salvation. If you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, I'm going to give you that opportunity. I want you to read this. And if you're a Christian, if you're a believer, I want you to read it out loud with me. Jesus, I believe that you're the Son of God and the Savior of this world. I believe that you died on the cross for our sins and later raised to life. I believe that through your sacrifice, I am made new. Forgive me of my sins and fill me with your spirit. Today, I choose to follow you for the rest of my life. If you read that with me this morning, all heads bowed, no one's watching, would you be so bold enough to raise your hands this morning so that I can acknowledge you? Amen, brother. Amen. 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 I see your hands. Can I pray with you this morning? Heavenly Father, I just thank you. I thank you that it is only you, God, that can provide that peace that surpasses all understanding. We don't know how you do it, God, but I know that you can and you will. I thank you for that, God. But I thank those that boldly raised their hands this morning. I don't know what they're going through, but I know that you do, God. And they're asking you, God, that you would just provide that peace that surpasses all understanding, God. The, the, the peace that only you can provide for us. God, I thank you for this service. I thank you, God, for just what you did on Calvary. I know that it wasn't easy. It must have been hard, God. And so I thank you, God, for all that you've done for us and will continue to do in our life. We love you, God. And as we continue with communion this morning, God, I pray that you would just continue to bless our lives, that you would just continue to give that joy, God, that we need so that we can be a blessing to others. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. So I invite...
each and every one of you to take communion this morning. So we're going to read in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23 to 26. And it says, For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, he took the bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Go ahead and take other bread. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is a new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. Take up the drink. For whenever you eat this bread and drink, this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes back. Amen. Thank you. Would you guys stand up? Let's worship our king this morning. Do whatever you want to, to do whatever you want. 
happy they went to church this morning. Awesome. 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 Well, just want to share some upcoming things we have here at Renew Church. December is an exciting time, but even just what's coming ahead is some really awesome stuff too. Um, obviously, Christmas is here. You can tell by the awesome decorations, the transformation that's going on, and all the, the, the effort and practice that's going into our Christmas program, December 17th and the 18th. We're believing it's going to be just just an amazing show, like the show is going to be great. But not only that, we believe that that God's going to be there. We believe that Jesus is going to show up and it's going to be a powerful, a powerful service. So that's why we're encouraging you guys to pray and invite for those five people in your life that you know need to be here, that you know need the touch of God, that you know needs a church family. And so it's one thing for us to say this constantly and tell you guys about it, but let me show you the effects of this. Check out this video. On the fence for the Easter helicopter egg drop. When we came, my family had so much fun. The kids had a blast and we were welcomed by everyone. It immediately felt like our new church home. If you know someone that does not have a church home, I encourage you to invite them to the Christmas program. It might change your life like it did mine. You never know who needs to go to church. Just a simple invite. We're not asking you to, to, to preach the gospel to them. We're asking you to invite people and, and bring them here and let, let the Holy Spirit does what he does and so on your seats you may find this packet these are just cool to drop off to neighbors friends co-workers let them know about our christmas program and then just looking ahead a little bit our small group season is winding down as the holiday season is here but we are going to get started back up in january and so we want to spotlight one of our ministries uh that's a part of our small group ministry it's powerful ministry and just to tell you a little bit about it uh give it up for my good friend arlene lynch Thank you. Good morning, family. I want to talk today about a ministry that is very near and dear to my heart. It's a small group uh, called Celebrate Recovery. This small group is a confidential, Christ-centered, 12-step program. Now, I know that when you think of 12-step, you might think just, you know, addictions, drug, alcohol, even porn addiction. Yes, I said it. Um, but it is for that. Yes, absolutely. But it is also for people who have experienced hurt in their life. Has anyone gone through hurt, uh, depression, anger, um, kind of just feel lost sometimes? You don't know what's going on. You don't know why you're so irritable. You know, there are so many things that this ministry can help you with. It is a year-long commitment. However, if you're not um, 
wanting to commit to the 12 steps, we still invite you because we have teachings and testimonies that happen throughout the year. We also have what's called an open share for those that are not going through 12 step. Um, January will be open enrollment. So once January is done, uh, the 12 step class will be closed and you'll have the opportunity next year. But I also just wanna boast really quick, um, celebrate recovery, our very first uh, class here at Renew Church is about to graduate. 21 men and women are graduating from the 12-step program. It is so amazing. It is so powerful and it is life-changing. I welcome you to come Tuesdays. We open the doors at 6.30 and we start promptly at 7 p.m. every Tuesday, all next year. Make it a point to be here. I welcome you with a full heart and I am proof that it works. So God bless you all. Amen, amen. Yeah, so check out CR, but we've got a bunch of small groups that are launching in January. We'll be sharing more information as that time comes and, and people are welcome to come to the graduation, right, Rebecca? Yeah, so the next two Tuesdays, correct? If you want to come and just check out the culture of CR, meet some of the people here, some of the stories, feel free to come on and check them out for, for those graduations the next two Tuesdays, 6.30 p.m. Um, also, you may have noticed on your way in that we are chalking cars. We're doing vandalism here at church. Um, yeah, but no, what we're doing is we're trying to just be driving billboards for Christmas at Renew. So maybe you said yes. Um, if you, if, if you want to do it, let them know um, on your way out at the welcome table. But we are also doing it for next week as well. So if you want to maybe bring another car of yours or whatever, we're doing that again next week. What a cool opportunity to just let people in our city know that Christmas is happening at Renew. Lastly, um, our tithes and offerings. Um, the, uh, the 90 day challenge, the God's guarantee challenge is still happening. Maybe you didn't get to fill one out last week or, or, or whatever the case may be. We are still doing this. You can still fill this out. And basically, if you don't know what that is, we just had a series on, on giving and, and, and offerings. And the God's challenge is it's a 90 day tithing challenge. And the whole thing is, is that if you don't see God bless you in a tangible way in the next 90 days, the God's guarantee is that we will refund you 100% of anything that you've given to Renew Church. So that's still going on. You can still be a part of that. We don't want you to miss out if you're interested. Um, and if you'd like to give to Renew Church, we just want to let you know that there's a few ways that you can do that. The first way to do that is in person via the envelopes in the seat pocket in front of you, and you can drop them off in a bucket on your way out. The second way to do that is to do it online by visiting renew.miami forward slash giving. And the third and final way to do that is to do it via text by texting give to 786-565-1165. Would you pray with me? Lord, we thank you for this day. Just thank you again for this service. Thank you again for your word, God, and just being able to worship, Lord. I pray that we would uh, leave this place just filled, God, and, and loving you more, Father, putting on a different perspective than the one that we had coming in, oh God. Lord, we pray for the offering this morning, God. Pray that you would bless it. Pray that you would continue to use it to, God, just reach people in this community, reach people, um, God, in this country, in this world, Father. Continue to, to expand your church, God. Yes, renew church, but even just your church, Father, the big C church, God. Continue to do what you're doing. Continue to change lives. Continue to take ground, Father, for your kingdom, God. And bless these people, God, as they trust you, as they worship you, Father, as, as they give unto you, Lord. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you, guys. See you next week.